Welcome back to episode 192 of Your Best Year Starts Here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. So, Nigel, where are we going on this episode? Well, it's really interesting because one of the things we spoke about last week was about loyalty versus satisfaction. Now I want to go one stage further because I don't know how many of you, and you included, Neil, have ever messed up and you've tried to rectify something and you've either made it much better or much worse. (laughs) So here's the concern for everyone. When McDonald's mess up, and they do quite often. What is your obsession with McDonald's at the moment? We've had like three episodes in the last 10. Because I saw something today that says, when McDonald's mess up, we still go back. But if a single restaurant makes a disorder, we go on TripAdvisor and we go a little bit crazy, which is protecting those smaller people. And that's partly because of what you said last week, that how we rectify those situations is about our self-esteem, how we deal with certain situations, and how we want the public to leave you know, and we've spoken about Rich Carlton that empower their staff and they're allowed to give everyone a bottle of champagne and they've they've got a position of, they have $500 to make things right yep. in the moment. You see, one of the problems we forget, and I'm sure most businesses do that, you know, we want things to be right, but we all mess up. And yep. there's a speaker that says, when you mess up, admit it, fix it and move on. Other than that, life's a party. So we all need to understand and in weather like we've had over the last couple of weeks, people can be a bit short. We've got staff who are off because of COVID. And yeah, my wife got COVID when we were on holiday. So it's not gone away. And we've got the airlines that have got problems because of all this, yeah, et cetera. So there's going to be a shit show for some time because of stuff that goes on. Yep. You have to make a decision. Don't overbook your restaurant because you can't handle it. And then be surprised that the service is slow. You know, you know that's what's going to happen if, you know, I'm sure there'll be restaurants tonight where there'll be staff who've either got exhaustion, heating issues, uh, COVID, and they'll go, well, what can I do? Well, ring up some of the people and say, look, we want to give you a phenomenal service. We're going to reduce the fee, we'll reduce the price if you come in two weeks' time. But if you come tonight, I think there's going to be a problem. So I was on holiday and I get a phone call from one of my biggest clients that says, we need to change the date of the speech. So in my mind, it's like, okay, here we go. Let's find out when it is. And then it's a date that I'm doing a speech already in the morning. And in my mind, it's like, I wonder if I could do a Superman thing. And you're going to appreciate this because the speech in the morning is in Manchester and the speech in the afternoon is in Bath. Okay. Okay. It's a bit of a trek. Well, and I'm not going to do it in 45 minutes, apparently. No, definitely not. But in my mind, because I want to please the client, in my mind, for the first five or six seconds, I'm going, I wonder if I can do this. There's mm-hmm. no way it can be done because about 12 years ago, and my car got towed away when this happened 12 years ago. So my car got towed away. I was in the wrong place. I then had to go to the police. Oh, I mean, the story gets worse. I'm four hours late, but it's mm-hmm. okay. So I know it can't be done. I absolutely know it can't be done. But still in my mind, I play that game. I wonder if it can. I <laughs> yeah, which is just going to get a helicopter. Can I do this? Are can you I do still this? not going to be able to do it in that no. time? Because no. I've got to get to a helipad and, and we're not going to be able to land on some industrial site anyway. But here's the point. We try to make it that we please too many of our people too many times. Yep. Knowing in a way, at best, I could get there in an hour and a half if yep. I was Superman. Let's just suppose every car was off the road. I got every green light. 
The problem is I'm going to run into that building, which I have done before, which is what gave me a brain aneurysm, and we've we've stopped all this. I'm going to at the worst, I'll it will be satisfaction, which is what we yeah. spoke about. So I rang back the client and said, "Look, I'm telling you, now, it's just never going to happen." Within minutes, the client in the morning said, "I've made a mistake. Can we do it the day before?" <laughs> Hallelujah! I mean, I mean, but what's amazing? Until I said those words, I don't think I could do it. My first client didn't, didn't ring me. Now yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's serendipity. I'm not saying it's God's way. But it, the time, as I put the phone down, he rang and said, "I've messed up. Can we go from the sixth of September to the fifth? And I went. Whatever time you like on the fifth, and then I went back to my client on the sixth to say I can add to whatever time you want. Yeah, and it's all going to be okay. The problem is, I reckon, of the thousands of people who listen to us, half overpromise to try and complete a deal, knowing it can't happen. Then we do excuse. Uh, we go to excuse a meter. We find out how many excuses we can put in that might be acceptable, which only gets us to satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to, to start realising, and we've said this phrase before, tell the total truth faster. Yep. Well, it's I, going I to be 2% I, of clients who are going to be pissed with you. They are. doesn't matter what you do. I think one of the other things in there is almost all of us have experienced what I like to call expectation hangover. As in you've got this idea in your head of how something's going to be, it doesn't live up to it, and so you feel flat. So even if it was awesome, it's not as awesome as you expected it to be, so you still feel flat. Now put yourself in the shoe of your customer. Do you want them to have expectation hangover? And it's a great phrase, what you just said there, because the, the reason they're booking us for whether it's coaching, speaking, video work, is they've heard some good stuff. They haven't yep. just gone through the – I can't show my age here. They haven't just gone through <laughs> the yellow pages. pages. <laughs> yeah, they haven't just gone through the yellow pages. People are going here, what is that, yellow pages? But they haven't just done They've just done a Google search and randomly found someone. There you go. But, but they, no, but they may have done, but on the basis that they've heard your name or they've got some idea. So, And the first phone call is, can you do it? And we go, yeah, we're excited. And then we have to start backtracking. And I've realized, and it has taken me, you know, this is year 25 for me speaking. It has taken me a long time to be able to say to a client a really difficult word, no. Mm-hmm. Because I've tried many, many times. And, you know, and we've shared before, I had a brain aneurysm. So I was doing 160 engagements, sometimes two countries in the same day, killing myself literally just to do a satisfactory job. Yep. Whereas if I was there the night before and I was fresh, and I haven't run through a Copenhagen airport, getting into a taxi, saying, do a coffee break now. I should be there in 15 minutes. Yep. We've all done it. What I'm saying is you've got to start learning that if you set yourself up for failure, at the best, at the very best, you're going to be okay because you're mm-hmm. going to be running in. Or you go to a restaurant and every single customer gets served, but at what cost? And then your staff the following day have, have convulsions because they just work too hard. And in weather like we've had, and we've now got summer holidays, and then we're going to have lots of other stuff going on. Please think about this long, you know, long-term growth, or do you want short expect? Do you want short growth that's going to kill you because you've got staff, customers unhappy? So a bit yeah. of a rant over two weeks, and it's <laughs> only because I think we keep trying to do too much on the basis that, at best, we might just get away with it. And I've done look, don't hands up here, I have done it a number of times. And you'd think after 20-plus years I'd be learning. And I've got much better. I mean, I'd be so proud of myself in Manchester. 
I was about my client in Manchester say, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to do it. And then my brain was like, But so many of us are people pleasers, right? So many of us are, we will go out of our way to try and make other people happy, to try and serve other people, to try and, you know, help someone else achieve their result, their target, their outcome, whatever you want to call it. That sometimes we lose sight of our own. And also sometimes, like you say, we we almost try too hard when, when we need to just take a step back and go, hang on, what's the right balance of all these things in my life? And I think... Again, I think this is really applicable for anyone that kind of owns a business or leads a business. How are you balancing the different areas of your life? Because the same thing applies there. You know, this isn't just about how do you set expectations with clients at work. This is about how do you set expectations with your family at home. You know, this is about how do you set expectations with your kids, with your significant other. It's, it, it's the same thing. I've been speaking to Fran about my flight arrivals. You know, my flight arrives at seven, and I say I'll be home about half seven. Yeah, it's not going to happen. What? No, but, but what's worse is that it's it, it's humanly not possible. And yeah. even if a helicopter picked me up from the side of the plane, I'm still not going to do it because it takes half an hour to taxi. So, and again, it's the same thing. So I've set myself up for failure. There's now going to be a fight. She's then not going to trust me, and rightly so. And I've lied again on the basis that I was trying to make her happy. Now my new line is, ask me what time I'm going to get home now. Ask me what time. What time? 11 o'clock. <laughs> There's a good chance I'm going to be out. And I go, hello, I'm here at 9.30. And, I'm so, and I've made a surprise because I'm an hour and a half early. But in the past, I've gone, I reckon I can be out of Terminal 5 in 40 minutes. But you know, it's, a lot of it is, and it's it's the thing that you and I both talk about a lot, but it's it's communication. You know, it's how well do you manage the communication with someone and set expectations. Like, if, if you've got to keep someone waiting for three weeks for something, just tell them. And maybe keep in touch with them during the three weeks. You know, make make the odd phone call that says, hey, look, haven't forgotten about you. This thing's happening. It's just taking a little bit of time. That's all we don't we like to do that. You know, or, you know, if you've got a big project going on in the office or in your workplace, you know, and it might creep into your weekend, set the expectation as soon as you know. So the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, that, hey, look, I'm really sorry to tell you this, babe, but I might have to do a little bit of work on the weekend. I'm trying to make it as small as possible. You know, or I've got a choice. I can either work Thursday night when we're supposed to be going out for dinner or I can work Saturday morning. Which would you prefer? You know, but but get the other people in your life involved in what's going on. Keep the them problem, in the picture. The problem is we are people pleasers at heart. And we exactly. have to learn to say that magic word, no. No. It's one of the most powerful words and it's a complete sentence as well. You don't always have to justify it. You know, because that's I think that's the other thing. A lot of us, me included, feel the need when we say no to explain why. You don't always have to explain why. It's nice to explain why, but you don't always have to explain why. You know, you just have to be able to go, here's a boundary. You know, my boundary is I can't do this. Here's what I could do instead. And I think that's the other really important thing here is if you're going to say no and there's an alternative, offer the alternative. Because, you know, it's a bit of a cliched example, this, but, you know, someone asks somebody out on a date, how specific is your request? You know, can I take you out for dinner next Tuesday at 7.30, please? No. The next question should be, is there a time when I can? Not take that as rejection if they don't want to go out for dinner with you, because it might just be they're busy on Tuesday at 7.30, right? And I think so often we're not 
in our response with a no, if we don't give, this is counting what I just said a minute ago, but you know, if we don't give an explanation, we sometimes leave a, a different belief in someone's mind as to why we're saying no. That means that they don't want to ask again, or they don't want to, you know, follow up, or they don't want to, like, whatever it is, right? So if you say no, you can just say no, you don't have to say anything more. But obviously, the better the explanation you can give around that, especially if it's like you're trying to win business, if you go, no, I can't do that, but I could do this date, this date, or this date, or no, I can't speak at 9.30 in the morning at your event, but if the event's still going at five, I could be there by then. You know, it's 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 managing expectations around what you can do. And like you say, not being afraid to say no, where actually it's an unrealistic request, not necessarily for anyone to fulfill, but it is for you to fulfill on that given day in that particular circumstance. And let's leave with a great quote. Say no to the good, so you can say yes to the great. I like that one. It's an old one, but I like that one. And their good is, and I'll so, see you next week, my friend. Yeah, on episode 100 and what is it, 93? Three. We're getting close to the magic two hundred, mate. Oh, no, I'll be over by then. I'll be it. I don't know how we. I don't know how we got to that. I don't know how we got to that. But there you consistent, go. Yeah, consistency, we... hard work, great content, and great Neil Martin. Not much about me. <laughs> See you next week, my friend. See you soon. Cheers. Bye.